We live in a very mobile world. Everyone is in a hurry to get somewhere. Throughout Scripture, God often taught people the greatest lessons along the journey. Today, we continue with Scott Pauley, our study through the great journeys of the Bible. Our prayer is that you will rediscover the adventure of walking with God. Up to this point in our study, we have been looking at the great journeys of the Bible in the order that they're found in Scripture. But today, I want to back up just a little bit, if you'll allow me to do so, in the chronology of the way these journeys are given to the last journey that Jesus will make. I want to take a story from Matthew chapter 25 that the Lord Jesus shared with His disciples. You'll understand what I mean in just a moment. The Bible says, beginning in verse 14, For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country, who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. And unto one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to every man according to his several ability, and straightway took his journey. Then he that had received the five talents went and traded with the same and made them other five talents. And likewise, he that had received two, he also gained other two. But he that had received one went and digged in the earth and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh and reckoneth with them. Now, we know that the rest of this story uh, is an account of that reckoning. And that those who used what was put in their hands wisely were rewarded and blessed. And the one who hid his Lord's money in the earth was judged. In fact, what he had received initially was even taken away from him. It's a powerful story about our own personal accountability to God someday, and we'll come back to that thought in just a moment. But I want you to see our Lord in this story. You see, the man traveling into the far country, the man with the servants, the man with the goods, the man who's coming again, that's the God-man. It's the one telling the story. It is the, Lord's, the Lord Jesus Christ. Our Lord's final journey was the journey that He made back to heaven, into a far country, and then... It's not completed yet. He will make the rest of that journey when He comes back to earth, when He comes to receive us to Himself. Now Matthew chapter number 25 is an amazing chapter for a couple of reasons. First of all, it is spoken on Christ's way to the cross. So put this in some perspective, some timeline in your mind. He's saying to them, I'm about to take a journey. I'm about to take a trip. Remember He would say to His disciples in another place, where I'm going, you cannot come at this time. Why? Because he was leaving this world to go back to glory. He's leaving this earth to go back to the right hand of the Heavenly Father. That's phase one of his final journey. But remember, the same one who left said, I will come again and receive you unto myself. So on his way to the cross, this is what's on his mind. And on his way to the cross, this is what he wants to be on the minds of his followers that he is traveling into a far country. They are his servants. And I love this thought. The Bible says that this man delivered unto his servants his goods. He gave them everything they needed. May I tell you today on the authority of the Word of God that the Lord Jesus Christ, who left this earth and went back to heaven, left for us here and now everything we need. The Bible says we have all things that pertain to life and godliness. You see, the Lord Jesus Christ didn't leave us alone. Oh, no. He gave us all we needed. He put in our hands and in our hearts everything we need to
to serve him while he's away. And then the Bible says in Matthew 25, 19, after a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh and reckoneth with them. Now it's been 2,000 years. We don't know exactly how much longer it will be, uh, but it's been a long time, at least from earth's vantage point. From our perspective in time, we would say the Lord's been gone a long time. But may I tell you that the Lord Jesus was very clear about the fact that the time was not the issue. The certainty was He would come again. And when He comes, He's going to reckon with His servants. That means there's going to be a reckoning. There's going to be an accounting on that day when we stand face to face with the Master and give an account with what the Lord Jesus has put in our life. So let me give you these simple truths. First of all, our Lord Jesus has gone into a far country. He's gone to prepare a place for us. He's there at the right hand of the Heavenly Father and He's praying for us today. He's not forsaken us. He's just taken a journey into a far country. And number two, He's left His servants with a work to do and everything needed to do it. He's given you a work today. We're to occupy till He comes. And He's put in your hand the talents, the gifts, the needed resources to do what needs to be done while He's away. Number three, after a long time, He is coming again. As surely as our Lord came the first time, Jesus is coming back. It could be today. Are you ready for the Lord to come today? Are you excited for it? Are you looking for Him? The Bible says there's a reward to those who love His appearing. Uh, you know, the only way you can love someone's appearing is if you love them. I get excited about seeing my wife because I love her. I can't wait to see my children because I love them. And I tell you, if you'll learn to love the Lord, love the Master, you will love His appearing. You won't be looking simply for the second coming of Christ. You'll be looking for the Christ of the second coming. You won't be excited about just you getting out of here. You'll be excited about going to be with Him for all eternity. The Lord is coming again. But then, here's the most important truth. This was the great point that Jesus was making to His followers, and it is this. There's going to be a personal accountability to the Master someday. When He comes, we're going to stand face to face and we're going to have to answer His questions. We're going to look into the all-knowing eyes of our God. We're going to hear His voice. We're going to bow at nail-pierced feet. I wonder on that day, what will you have to lay at the feet of Jesus? What will you be able to say about what you've done with your life that day? I don't know about you. I don't want to waste the life I have. You see, this story is not about money. It's about the true talents. It's about all the, the resources God has put in your life. My pastor used to say, one minute after I die, I'll know exactly how I should have lived my life. Ponder that a moment. One minute after you die, you will know exactly how you should have lived your life. Well, that's exactly how you should live your life on this day. So, our Lord Jesus is coming again. And it ought to affect the way we live our life. You know, Matthew 25 is a, a great prophetical a chapter about God's kingdom and about the future. And if you study the entire chapter, you find that our Lord's return has a message for all people. In the opening of Matthew 25, He gives a story about ten virgins. Uh, that was a word to the Jews. At the end of Matthew chapter 25, He gives another story about the sheep and the goats. That's a word to the Gentiles. And sandwiched between the two, He gives this story about the man traveling into a far country, leaving his servants with his goods, coming again after a long time, and then reckoning with them. I submit to you that's a word to the church. If you know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, 
And I want you to know that by His Spirit, He has put in you everything you need to live and labor for Him today. In this story, the faithful servants were rewarded. The Lord said to them, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things, and I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Wouldn't you like that to be said at the end of your life? We have this tendency to say when all Christians die, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. But I fear many of us will not hear such a thing. You see, my friend, we must live today and labor today in obedience to the Master if we want to be rewarded when we stand before Him someday. If you want to have a good ending, then begin today to do exactly what the Master has left you to do. Our Lord's about to make His final journey. He's coming again. And when He comes, you're going to see Him face to face. You're going to bow at His feet. And you're going to give an account for your life. Let's get ready for our Lord's coming again. Do it today. Thank you for joining us today for this time in God's Word. For additional messages, resources, and helps for your Christian life, visit us at scottpauley.org. We hope you will share the broadcast with a friend and plan to join us again next time on Enjoying the Journey.